Tiffany Morgan. Well, hello there, my little sweeties, my little love muffins from all around the big, the big blue world. This is your hostess, Miss Tiffany Morgan, calling to you live from Kingston, Ontario, Canada, the home of limestone and the home to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. That's right, sweeties. That's right. Uh, how are you doing this fine, wonderful day? How are you doing out there in the, in the internet lands and stuff like that? Uh, so what is breakfast with Tiffany? Well, it's a, it's a little, uh, you know, half hour kind of diatribe <laughs> of Tiffany Morgan, drag queen extraordinaire of Kingston, Ontario, Canada, and uh, for, first podcasting drag queen of Canada, also big old gardening drag queen. It's it's more gardening drag queen than anything else these days, and uh, and yeah, and you know, it's just a little. I chat about whatever's going on. We're going to, today, we're going to chat about uh, uh, Drag Queen Storytime, which uh, I've I've been able to do over the years, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, and, of course, we'll talk about gardening. I totally forgot what, what, <laughs> I sent messages. I'm like, what, what did I say to, that I was going to be talking about today? <laughs> uh, oh, springtime chores, uh, sort of thing like that. Um pollinating the yeah um springtime chores for the garden for the garden and also upcoming events and stuff like that too so so yeah we're we're going to be uh, chatting about that chatting about that so sweet peace how how have you been doing how have you been doing i have one live viewer at the moment <laughs> which actually could have been just me <laughs> as i was just going in and checking <laughs> i was i was checking the notes i was like what what are my Cole's notes right now. I don't know what the Cole's notes are. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, listening to this, if you're in Kingston, Ontario, well, anywhere in southern Ontario here, uh, you would be now in the cold chill, the cold chill, <laughs> after a very hot spell that we had. And, you know, as a gardener, it's, uh, well, as a Canadian, you're like, oh, you know, warm weather. You you appreciate the warm weather. I, myself, don't really do so well in the warm weather. And when we say warm weather, it was um, 25 degrees Celsius and higher. In Like, I think it may have been in the high 20s uh, Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, so uh, please, uh, I apologize. I apologize in advance. I don't know what that's in Fahrenheit. But uh, in May... <laughs> In May, which is very unseasonable, and it was like that for what three, four days. Uh, I know in Ottawa they were reaching temperatures of thirty degrees Celsius, which is like wow. That's just well, they went into the thirties, and it's just like wow. What's going on here? Because literally, we're we're talking like the last frost date of like May, the first week in May, and then suddenly, <laughs> in the middle of May. Here we are. It's like August temperatures. It's like August heat wave temperatures, which uh, was just like, wow, this is this is just insane. You know, climate change <laughs> is a real thing. And now uh, we've now jumped uh, uh, and, you know, the nighttime temperatures, I don't even think they dropped below 20. Um, so there was like three, four days of that. It was insane. Um, 
I'm just repeating myself now, but but now the temperatures have dropped, and uh, nighttime temperatures are kind of below 10 degrees Celsius, which is, which is you know it uh, it's uh, it's so what does this mean for a gardener out there, Tiffany? Get down to the brass points. What does this mean for a gardener? Well, it means that some of our plants have gone completely like they've gone wacko. <laughs> I've been told of um, people who have lawns. That their lawns suddenly grew like six inches, uh, because you know the the soil is uh, is is moist. The soils are moist, uh, so grass will grow quicker in the heat. Um, but that also means all of our spring times as well. So all the tulips um, started going over. They just started, you know, some of them. Um, some tulips are a little bit later and stuff, but uh, most of the tulips started going over. My apple tree bloomed at the height of the heat uh it started blossoming at the height of the heat uh it still is there's still a few blossoms coming out but uh, because of that heat it it just you know went over very quickly uh you know the the opportunity for pollination was very very short <laughs> um you know hostas have gone like a million like oh my gosh they well, they normally do that in the springtime anyway, too. But, but you know, this this heat kind of exasperates the growing, <laughs> the growing of things. And then this cool spell will will slow things down a little bit uh, now. So, um, and I'm kind of kind of grateful for that in a way <laughs> because I have so it was like it was like it was really pleasant to have the heat. Uh, wave sort of thing. It's not a heat wave. It can't. You can't call it a heat wave, but it was the heat spell, I suppose. It was kind of nice, but then you're like, I'm a gardener. In 28 degrees Celsius weather, trying to dig up hosta, like, you know, trying to do the, the springtime chores, and it's like, it, it was insane. It was impossible to do. It was like, I had to take breaks. I had to make sure to take breaks to get my water into me, come into my hot house that doesn't have the AC set up yet. <laughs> I have to put the air conditioner in the window. I haven't even done... Like, it was just like, oh, it was... Yes, this sounds like I'm, ex um, I'm maybe complaining a little. <laughs> and it's kind of true. I, I, I will really admit that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, and it just climate change. I, I'm... I'm realizing that there there must have been some very unique situations that happened over the winter months because uh, so, you know, we go into our gardens and we're like, okay, so that's coming back on. That's great. You know, I love that. I love that. But some things do not come back. They die over the winter months and you're like, you know, w what could have happened? What could have happened? Sweet peas, I'm, I'm not exactly sure uh, what happened, but I lost, uh, like, a whole bunch of hostas, which was just, like, surprising. Like, they're, they're in the front uh, yard on the street, and they're right, uh, most of them were planned to right up against the sidewalk, right up against the concrete, and a lot of it didn't come back. Some of the, some of it that is coming back is very stunted as well. There's not... Uh, um, I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. But yeah, very stunted. And uh, and also, uh, my English ivy, which grew in massive last year, it was all over the place. I was like, uh-oh, is this going to be invasive? I don't know. Well, I don't have to worry about that this year because it's all dead. <laughs> it's all dead. I... So plants have different kind of needs, right? And sometimes some winters 
are just too much for them, are just too much for them. And I suspect that's uh, the case for these ones. Hostas, you're like, what, what can kill a hosta? What can kill a hosta? I suspect it was because they're right up against the sidewalk and the sidewalk, you know, temperatures were fluctuating all winter long, highs, lows, you know, the concrete would heat uh, heat up in the sunlight. Uh, but also we had a lot of uh, kind of mini, fl- oops, sorry, mini floods, as I would call it. Um, so a lot of water came off the street onto the sidewalks. And uh, I suspect uh, that uh, could be some salt, uh, some salt, and that could have Damage the plants. Oh yes, yeah. So sorry. As as I'm saying that out loud, uh, one of my viewers here are like, "Do you think salt would have affected it from the roads?" And I I I think it may be partly to blame. Yes, I I think it's definitely partly to blame. Is it could be the salt, uh, the root systems, the ones that I did. So I um, can talk about that in a moment, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it could be the salt. It could be the temperature fluctuations. Uh, you know, I think also because it was planted right up against the concrete, like I, you think that it would have a lot of root span out, uh, be uh, like you know into the flower bed, uh, but there there wasn't much. I start digging it up to uh, reposition stuff. So I, I moved it like a foot in from the concrete uh, from the sidewalk, and besides. I'll be honest, those hostas took off, uh, you know, a lot of room when they're in full leaf. They took up a lot of room, and they took up room away from the sidewalk, which is, you know, not a neighborly thing. (laughs) You want, you know, you want your neighbors to have full access of the public sidewalk. (laughs) So I was like, okay, you know what, let's just accept it how it is. I dug them up, moved them in about a foot, um... Uh, so I'm hoping that that, and they're slightly higher now too, because the, the more into my garden, the more it kind of like moves up a little bit, like incline a little bit. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm hoping that by doing that, that they'll be not right up against the concrete, they'll they'll flourish. Uh, and also being a little bit higher, hopefully maybe not the salt. I, I Yeah, it's really hard to tell. It's really, really hard to tell, but it... Uh, it died uh, in areas that definitely had a lot of water, sitting water. So that could be the salt. It could just be sitting water, too. You know, they may not like it. Um, but, uh, uh, Sweet Peas, have you had any issues, uh, you know, uh, gardening, you know, things coming back this year? Um, I've, I'm far, I hate to admit it, but I saw a post already that the, that the lily beetles are out. So if you have lilies... Lily beetles are red beetles, and uh, they ravage lilies out there. Not day lilies, not day lilies, not hemorrhocallus, but actual like lilies, like uh, like the um, the Asiatics and stuff like that. So uh, just be mindful of that. You know, you can you can. They're probably out early, looking for places to lay their eggs, and their egg their spawn will. <laughs> will will devour <laughs> your lilies. I've also been told that a lot of the bunnies out there are apparently devouring the lilies as well. So be careful of the bunnies there too. Uh, we have a few in the neighborhood now. We have a few in the neighborhood. So you're listening to Breakfast with Tiffany with me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. Uh, and uh, this is on CFRC 101.9 FM locally here in Kingston, Kingston uh, Campus and Community Radio 
on cfrc.ca, but also as my podcast on Apple Podcast and on Spotify and on Tiffany.com as well. So we're just kind of talking about gardening here. Um, Yeah, so I moved them in about um, about a foot in, and uh, gosh, gosh, like I I did that mostly these last couple of days. I did it one day on the hot day, and I regretted that. <laughs> I regretted that because digging these hostas up. I don't know if you've dug a hosta up, but they're they're very fibrous rooted, and uh, they kind of come as a clump uh, that you have to lift up and then put into place. And yeah, it's just. <laughs> but I finished it off uh, yesterday when it was nice and cool. Thank goodness. But it was a good workout. It's a good workout. You know, get the blood pumping. Gardening is good for you. Um, speaking about gardening is good for you. You know, I, y- you may have noticed that on my Instagram, I uh, published a little video of myself hand-pollinating my apple spalier trees. <laughs> those bees, those pollinator bees, they love the... I have this lamium. It's uh, also called dead nettle. A lovely little... Um, a flowering plant and the and the bees just love it just love it it's uh, a lamium it's a member of the lamiaceae family um, also mints uh, mints are part of that too uh, nettles and stuff uh, but uh, they just love it but they love it so much that they'll go from flower to flower to flower of the lamium but they won't go another like you know two feet up <laughs> to pollinate my apple tree <laughs> so you know sometimes you gotta take Take the blooms by the reins and hand pollinate yourself. Um, so, sweet peas. Uh, that that's the, if you have an apple tree that's in bloom right now, uh, it's it's important to make sure that that gets pollinated correctly. So, with apples, this is this is the funny thing about apples. They do not uh, self pollinate each other. Like you can't take the pollen from one blossom on the same tree to pollinate the other blossom. You need cross-pollination between another apple species plant. Uh, so that could be a different species, a different type of apple, for instance. So I have a, I have two apple trees uh, for that cross-pollination. It's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen naturally. <laughs> but it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so one is a uh, Mac variety and one is a delicious variety. But also um, uh, even the crabapple varieties out there. Is uh, is pollen that can go onto your uh, apple trees, like your your full uh, delicious apples. Uh, they can pollinate them as well. So that that's a little tidbit for you to know, because if you're going to go out there hand pollinating, because I have to, the bees don't do it. <laughs> I learned that the hard way last year. A whole branch had no apples because it, I think it was just too far off the ground that bees were just like, oh. I got lovely lamium down here. Ooh, I don't, I don't need to go up there. <laughs> yeah, so much about gardening. You know, I also, this last weekend, uh, participated in going to one of the gardening clubs in town here, Gardening Kingston, Kingston Horticultural Society of Ontario. Uh, they're all kind of rebranding to, like, Gardening Kingston, Gardening whatever. But it's a local horticultural society. I'm now a member again, and uh, I attended a meeting, which was really, really nice. A nice presentation uh, by Joyce, which we had we had Joyce here uh, <laughs> on Breakfast with Tiffany, uh, talking about uh, little forests and uh, and uh, kind of replanting the the forest in the city. 
which uh, is a really interesting concept, uh, especially with climate change, helping to control inner city temperatures. I really like that. And also controlling the, you know, helping to control the water table and stuff like that, too. It's really important, really interesting stuff. I, I suggest that you uh, you check that out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, just connecting with other gardeners. It's, I think that's something that I'm, I'm going to try to do this year because gardening, you know, it, it's a very personal thing, but a lot of gardeners like to connect with other gardeners. It, it's really, it, it's really fun to, to be able to connect and, and you're, you know, it, it, what I'm trying to say is it's a really good benefit. <laughs> just down brass tacks it's a really great benefit for you um you know for your well-being to get out and especially with these garden clubs like (laughs) we we were all masked indoors like everyone (laughs) you don't have to be but we all were um you know like it's 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 a great way to to connect with other people who are passionate about gardening as well and uh, I would I would suggest that for you. I'm I'm probably going to try to ch- uh, check out uh, uh, Gardening Kingston's uh, plant sale coming up. I believe it's like May. What is it? May twenty eighth. It's a Saturday. I may check that out. I may check that out. But I before I ran out of time because I'm so <laughs> I'm just babbling on here, sweet peas. Just babbling on. <laughs> but I wanted to share. What I purchased. So Drake story time. Drake story time. So look what I got. I have I have the hips on the drag queen go swish swish swish. It's a lovely book. And this is by a little hot uh, little miss hot mess. <laughs> little miss hot mess. <laughs> Keep calling hot mess, but uh little miss hot mess. Uh lovely illustrations by Olga uh de Dios. And uh, it's written in the tune of Wheels on the Bus. So when, you know, when you're reading this to children, you're like, oh, the shoes under on the drag queen go stomp, 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 stomp. You can really get interactive with that. And, and why am I just jumping into this without even talking about it? Because some of you may not even know. Hi from Italy. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi from Italy. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's. Uh, a lot of us drag artists have now the opportunity to to read to children. Um, quite often, being sponsored by a local public library, uh, it started off here in Kingston. Uh, you know, Real Out Film Festival it was like we were the first ones to do drag queen story time at uh, at the Skeleton Park Arts Festival, and I, I've done it for Skeleton Park. You know, Skeleton Park Arts Fest too, and it's just really great to. Um, you know, you're getting children in a, uh, uh, let's just be honest, it's mostly for the adults. <laughs> There's at least four times the amount of adults that go to drag queen story time than there are children. But, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're getting your kids um, there in a, in a welcome, safe environment um, and, uh, and, you know, the, being able to see gender expression done a little bit differently than the norms that you normally see on the streets. <laughs> Hips on the dragon go swish, swish, swish. Yes, I know, I know. So, um, I felt like I needed to get a couple of these books that I fell in love with over the years. So this one, you know, it's been out for a while. I fell in love with it. Uh, Kings and Front Lennox Public uh, Addict in Public Library has a copy, and that's how I learned about it. And I was like, I need to support. I need to buy a copy. 
uh, another book. As I'm go- as I'm going through all these books here, um, which I felt like I needed to like Rainbow, a first book of pride, uh, and that's by Michael uh, Ganhart, illustri- illustrated by Anne uh, Pachier. Pachier? Um, and I, again, I, sp- I read this last, uh, Kingston Pride for the public library. Uh, I read this to the children. It was, uh, lovely. I, oh, as, as I skip through all the pages, <laughs> you know, it's very, very colorful text and stuff too. Um, but yeah, rainbows make the world smile. Ain't that adorable? So, you know, I, I started making a collection because I am going to be doing Drag Queen Storytime for the first Pride in Napanee. That's right. The local library has asked me to do a Drag Queen Storytime. Or, sorry, Drag Storytime. <laughs> I keep adding Queen in there, but, you know, we're more than just Drag Queens these days. And, and Sweepies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Uh, Miss Little Hot Mess. Uh Miss, uh, Little Miss Hotmess, Little Miss Hotmess, <laughs> released a new book. And I put my name on it to get, like, first release, or, well, through Amazon, you know. <laughs> and here it is! A brand new, a brand new book, a brand new book. If you're a drag queen and you know it, if you're a drag queen and you know it, by Little Miss Hotmess, illustrated again by Olga, Olga de Dios, um, Oh my gosh, it's it's like it's really I'm really excited. I haven't even opened it yet. This is the first time opening it. Oh, you know, I love the the covers. They have a whole bunch of drag queens. Uh Mini Queenie Mini Mo. <laughs> Mini Queenie Mini Mo sharing boogies. Oh. <laughs> Hagen the Spotlight. Hagen the oh, that's a great name. Anyway, um, I can't, I don't want to share too much. I don't want to <laughs> get caught up for copyright or anything here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to, I'm, I'm probably going to read this one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. But it's really nice to know too, that the local, uh, libraries, which are very kind of, uh, publicly run and stuff like that here in, uh, in Ontario, a lot of them have, have copies of these books already. I don't know about the, the new, new, new book. But uh, even the um, even the library in Napanee, which I'm sorry, I'm totally forgetting the name um, because it's based on the county. But uh, but yeah, they uh, they have books as well. So yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I I felt like uh, you know here I am doing this drag queen story time. I need to support and and buy some of these books and. You know who knows? Maybe I can just randomly be like, oh, it's going to be story time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you never know. You never know. The hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, of course, if you're a drag queen and you know it, you know, that's, again, written to the tomb. If you're a drag queen and you know it, clap your hands. You know, that sort of thing. Well, I don't know if it says clap your hands. Anyway, I'll, I'll take a look <laughs> Miss Sweepies, you're listening to Breakfast with Tiffany with me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, drag queen extraordinaire from Kingston, gardening drag queen extraordinaire. I have to throw the gardening in there. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, drag uh, reading story time uh, to children, uh, nap and eat. Yeah, we're talking about events. We're talking about events. So let's uh, let's jump into talking about some events that are coming up here uh, in Kingston and the surrounding region as well. Uh, so let me just share. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Uh, Actually, let me just do that. There we go. So, Sweet Peas, this weekend, this weekend, there's two fabulous drag events going on this weekend here in Kingston. Uh, one of them being Drag Me Out Tonight. They also have very similar names. But, <laughs> but as we know about marketing for drag shows, you got to put the word drag in the title. <laughs> So that people know it's a drag show. Anyway, so Drag Me Out Tonight uh, is happening this Saturday. Uh, show starts at 7. And this is going to be at the Renaissance in the Lower Salon, also, also called the University Tavern now. Uh, so uh, where I used to have my, you know, drag shows, uh, if, if you knew back in the day. But that's in the Lower Salon. So uh, starts at 7. So arrive earlier than that. Um, but I, I am co-hosting this with uh, Lily Devine. Uh, we also have uh, Angie Cox. Uh, we also have Annihilation. We also have Corky. Corky's going to be on in there, too. Um, not on the poster. Don't know why. But anyway, Corky's there. <laughs> but we're also going to have uh, some comedians as well. Some comedians as well. So it's going to be a very long, very thorough night. But the importance, the you know, it's not about the drag show. It's really about the fundraiser, the awareness of a CT Survivors Connect. I talked last week to Ben, who uh, who started the organization. CT stands for Conversion Therapy Survivors Connect. So this is a fundraiser. It's also, uh, you know, giving some awards out there, too, as well. They're like, you know, thank you so much for uh, volunteering and, and, and participating. Um, there's going to be some 50-50s. <laughs> Because it's a fundraiser, there's going to be some 50-50s. There's going to be a lip-sync battle 50-50. Still don't really understand how that's going to work. I think... <laughs> I think everyone's going to put money into a pot. And then there's going to be a lip-sync battle between two drag artists. And whoever wins get 50%. And the the other 50% goes to the, uh, goes to the organization. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fabulous. You should go out. Again, that's this Saturday. No more tickets online. I, I need to emphasize that. There's no more tickets online. It's pay at the door. And trust me, there's lots of room. There's lots of room. So come on down. Um, so it be, uh, starts at 7 p.m. this Saturday. Lower Salon of the Renaissance, 285 Queen Street. But we also have Drag Me to Brunch on Sunday. Yeah. I'm in it. <laughs> Holy cow's in it. Octavia's in it. JD Mercy. And of course, the winner of the gold of all of Canada, of the wheat beers, is Miss Rowena Way. Did I mention that? Rowena Way. So, well, not Rowena. She didn't win a prize. Queen of Wheat from Spearhead Brewery won the gold medal of like wheat beer in Canada recently. I don't have all the details right now. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see the advertising for it. Rowena Way, she is the queen of wheat. Tickets, I believe, are no more being sold online. There may be limited capacity 
at the at the gate sort of thing. That's Drag Brunch. I'm really looking forward to that. That's uh, this Sunday, May 22nd at noon at the Wharf and Feather. Includes meal and mimosa. So go check out Rowena Way's uh, website or just go to dragshow.ca. Your source for drag shows in and around Kingston. <laughs> but sweepies, I'm running very, very, very quickly out of time here. <laughs> Uh, so go to that. Uh, there's also lots more events going on because June is just around the corner. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. So go check out kingstonpride.ca, Greater Napney Pride as well. You know, events are on dragshow.ca. But sweet peas, I gotta go. I gotta go. So I give you my love. Mwah. You stay safe now.